Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at That's Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hi there. It's Julia Louis-Dreyfus. You may know me from my podcast called Wiser Than Me, where I talk to older women and get their wisdom from the front lines of life. I was amazed by how many people told me our show made them look forward to getting older, which is why I'm here to talk about season two of the show. Sally Field, Billie Jean King, Beverly Johnson, Ina Garten, Bonnie Ray, just to name a few. All hail old women. Wiser Than Me season two is out now from Lemonada Media. If you like what you're hearing, why not try a StephCast subscription? Only $4.95 a month if you buy a year in advance. Go to stephaniemiller.com to find out how. Oh, hi, Malcolm. Oh, Malcolm Nance is Nansen oh. to his own jingle. Hi. <laughs> yeah, we caught you. That's a good one. You're Nansen. Am I the only person who has three jingles? <laughs> you are. You, are just... you actually are. Actually, Jackie Schechner might have. Oh, the, well, they, but she oh, was, yeah. our, she was yeah. our regular like, news four. woman. Yeah. Yes, on current TV. Oh, okay. All right. Well, Malcolm, I yeah, I don't even know where to start. Don Winslow said, Dear uh, Laura Ingram, uh, if Donald Trump had nothing to do with the January 6th attack on the Capitol, why the were you texting Mark Meadows on January 6th telling yeah. him to tell Trump to send his soldiers home? I mean, it, you know, it, it is just these, it's hard to say which texts are more damning, right? The members of Congress, Fox News hosts, but everybody knew what was happening, right? We saw it all. And we're in the middle of try, them trying to rewrite history, right? Right. Well, you're absolutely right. And look who's in the middle of it. It's Fox News. Well, yeah. You know, I don't recall who it was yesterday. It might have been Dino Badala or it might have been uh, Rex Chapman. They said, stop referring to them as news. Yes. They aren't a news organization. We now know that they are a political propaganda organization that works hand in hand with the highest levels of the party. And now it's in writing. But what I find absolutely fascinating uh, is that on that day of the insurrection, everyone thought, and you can tell by the text, the tone and tenor of the text, they thought it was going to be much worse. Yeah. They thought there were going to be deaths, mass shootings. When they sent the tweet out that they are barricading, there was an armed barricade at the door of the well of the, Senate, uh, the House of, of Representatives. You could tell that they were thinking it was going to be much worse. And Laura Ingram's comment that this is going to hurt us is a classic example of that. They yeah. thought it was going to be mass murder. Within a matter of hours, Fox News flipped uh, the script, and I would love to, for someone to come out, a producer, someone who was in the room to say, hey, we all had a meeting, and it was determined that we're going to go with the Antifa attack the Capitol, we're going to provide cover for the White House, and they've done it every minute since then. They have lied pathologically about the nature of this attack. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and by the way, Stephen Beschloss wanted to get your reaction. He tweeted, I don't mm. ever want to hear again the word riot to describe the coup attempt and planned insurrection as if it were spontaneous. I mean, okay, yeah, go ahead. Concur. And let's let's once again go back into our what what I like to refer to as our messaging handbook here and start using the meta narratives 
that the crazy conservative right does. We don't do it very well. No one, the Republicans, you know, uh, who will oppose Trump, the Democrats, the Lincoln Project does it a little bit better than most. You have to use the meta-narrative. That is the simplistic term which frames your entire story, right? Attempted coup d'etat, right? Attempted coup. Uh, and you don't have to spell it K-O-O like Marjorie Taylor Greene did, oh. right? Oh. Or like they said, oh, what was fun. it, OJ? On uh, Stephen Colbert yesterday, best coup ever. <laughs> That's when you stop for chicken mid-coup. It's a coup-coup-coup. <laughs> no, you should bring your chicken to your coup. But again, all comedy aside, only refer to this as a coup attempt. Yeah. Trump's coup attempt. We have to keep our language condense and Michael Beschloss who is a presidential historian these are the kind of people who normally will never use excitable language are using and framing it in the proper historical context because if we don't do that if every one of you who is listening to this do not refer to this as a coup they will reframe it as a tourist you know protest with tourists and they've done a pretty good job of that to the point where they've introduced doubt no other country. And let me tell you, I've been, I won't say that I've, I've been involved in coup d'etats, but not in the sense that we were executing them, where we in U.S. intelligence were detecting the activities of coup d'etat or planned coups that were going on. Most notably, there was one in Montenegro, an attempt in 2016, which took place two weeks after Donald Trump was uh, inaugurated president. And U.S. and NATO intelligence believe that that coup attempt, which had dozens of armed men, Serbian uh, ultra-nationalists who supported Moscow, was going to take over their parliament building and execute everyone. And then the Serbian majority in that country would take power to give Russia a seaport in the Mediterranean. That was part of the plan. And when I wrote the book Plot to Destroy Democracy, that was part of the three weeks that was supposed to upheave, overturn democracy in Central Europe. That Trump, Marine Le Pen being elected as president of France, and the coup in Montenegro. All of these things are what they are. We've got to stop softening them with our language. And you have to harden your words and be precise. Yeah. Well, you I picked out one of the tweets. Uh, Mark Meadows wrote in an email, the National Guard was on standby to protect pro-Trump people. Uh, and you just said analysis. This is the most dangerous period in American history. Trump wanted to mobilize the National Guard as a private army to protect pro-Trump people. He will do it if Republicans take the House November 22nd and he wins in 2024. Um, it, Noel Kassler, interestingly, just had a different, same as you, but it, just a funny. He said, you know, those scenes when the bad guy drops a gun and two guys wrestle on the floor and the bad guy keeps trying to grab the gun again. And you just know it's game over if he gets it. That's yeah. the USA right now. Yeah. Isn't that the same version of what you just said, right? I mean, that's exactly right. Yeah. You know, I know I get I get a little excitable even in my tweets, what? but shouty, I, no. I, <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's my my job is warning you. It's yeah. a full time job, and I'm not joking. We are entering. You know, I thought that the most dangerous period in U.S. history would be the run up to the election and then the post election, and that turned out to be true. Yeah. And by March of twenty uh, of, of twenty twenty, it appeared that everyone had completely forgotten about the the, the, the how serious this coup attempt was. So, well, last year, twenty twenty one, 
This is the most dangerous period in American history. Here are the two reasons why. One, they are motivated to do it again. They have mobilized the entire Republican Party. Two, I am hearing, and I just had a meeting with Democrats from uh, the area that we're at, New York 19 Congressional District. Democrats are demoralized. They're demoralized, and they're saying, why should we have to do it again? We did it again in 2020. You better mobilize your mom, your your dad, your sister, your brother, your aunt, your uncle, and your cat, because if we lose the House of Representatives and the Republicans think they can take 40 seats, we lose that, done. Yeah. They will appoint Trump as Speaker of the House. He will use that as a springboard to change all the laws, and then he will walk into the presidency no matter whether he loses in a landslide or not. This is dangerous. This man was going to mobilize the National Guard to come out and protect his voters. It's like that Welcome. scene, uh, you know, I often reference that scene in um, in The Handmaiden's Tale mm-hmm. where the woman goes, hey, what, why are we being fired? And the guy goes, well, they changed the laws. And she goes, what laws? And then they go protest and that yeah. army starts killing everyone. Yeah. yeah, That's a possibility here. I can't trust the system yeah. anymore to protect us. I can only trust the people. Yeah, well, not to blow too much sunshine up your ass, but Merry Christmas. Um, (laughs) (laughs) It just delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crowe portrays an ex-homicide detective unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. It does strike me, Malcolm, that your books are perfect, like, what is it? What do we call it? A trilogy of just warning Mm -hmm. from the beginning. It's all one story. These people are not... Uh, what's the word? Loyal to the United States of America, starting from the Russia story to uh, through Ukraine, through this insurrection. I mean, you just and every one of your books has laid out the well, danger and how we got here and where we're going. If you people don't start paying attention and it's so Steph, it's almost I'll, too late. I'll give you a little preview. My next book's pro- propaganda campaign will kick off on January 3rd. Ah, and I'll that's when we're the, back I'll on the air. You, yes. yes. <laughs> I'll send you the cover. But its title is, They Want to Kill Americans. Yeah. The malicious, terrorist, and deranged ideology of the Trump insurgency. Yeah. I finished that book last June. Let me tell you something about this. I've told them I, I may have to do an epilogue or a new chapter. Yeah. It's only picked up steam since I've finished this book. I had to remove the word coming from the Trump insurgency. Because the insurgency arrived it's here. while yeah. we were editing it. Yeah. This is not a joke. We yeah. are in very, very grave danger as a democracy. And, you know, I think that if all of you, if you're, if, they're, if you're really distraught and you don't know what to do, get on your phones to your senators and your congressmen. Yeah. Yeah. Create, you know, here in New York State, they had what's called FASO Friday, where they're trying to get rid of Congressman FASO. Everyone showed up at his office every Friday. Started yeah. with five people ended up with a couple of hundred protesting and demanding their rights. Maybe we should all start thinking about going to our Democrat and our Republican congressmen and start 
showing them we do have a voice. Otherwise, we're yeah. going to be bulldozed over. Yeah. Well, as you know, our love story began with probably my daddy issues and then uh, seeing mm. your, your patriotism on TV. But uh, you pointed to this tweet, and you know my dad was a pro- assistant prosecutor at Nuremberg, and you right. just said this, and uh, somebody tweeted, the Nuremberg trials helped Germany move forward after their government was subverted by the authoritarian movement. Until the people who attempted to do the same here are held account- accountable and their next coup attempt already underway is stopped, there will be no healing. And it's a perfect historical analogy. I'm sorry. Yeah, and we've got to have accountability. You know, I know everyone's hammering Merrick Garland. Good. Hammer I don't know what the Department of Justice is doing. They're going by institutional precepts. No one even, you know, they had Hakeem Jeffries on Morning Joe a couple of days ago. And Joe Scarborough was pulling his hair out, talking about the end of democracy. And Hakeem Jeffries, who is, you know, people have said could be speaker someday, was talking about policy. Yeah. We're beyond policy. We can send checks to everyone now. What we don't have is emotion. What we don't have is a desire to defend our own democracy because we think it's going to work out. Steve Bannon isn't planning on it to work out. He's rigging the system. He's on radio every day throwing contempt in our faces. You know, uh, Joe Dan Bonino and that other Shapiro. These guys are the these guys are the destruction engineers of the American experiment. And every one of you needs to understand that I don't write these books for fun. I didn't want to ever write another Trump book. But it's last August is when I figured it out, 2020, they were organizing as a paramilitary of the Trump campaign. Yeah. That's what came out of George Floyd. And that means that, you know, these guys are buying up ammo. They're buying up guns. I'm not going to say it's a second civil war, but, you know, there could be some incidents which could flash into states denying you your rights uh, and consolidating against the government. We have to win at the ballot box. And it's your job, every listener's job, to help out in this. Yep. By the way, speaking of uh, George Floyd, Derek Chauvin is now pleading guilty to violating George Floyd's civil rights in a federal case. Mm -hmm. Um, It's another example, you know, whether it's that or the... uh, um, What's kind of forgetting there's so many cases, but you know, Malcolm, first of all, videotaping, (laughs) public pressure, it it all works, right? I mean, it all works. Unfortunately, you know, we, I'm I'm sorry, what case am I blanking on? Not, not just George Floyd, but that was just taped and we got justice. Uh, Ahmaud Arbery. Yes. I mean, you know, Malcolm, you're right. Like all of the above, um, the D.C. Attorney General has just sued Proud Boys and the Oath Keepers over January 6th, charging the far right groups conspired to overturn the results of the election in a coordinated act of domestic terrorism. The word that, you know, you are an expert in that, we, that should be used. These are terrorists. You know, and, and you notice it's the D.C. Attorney General and not our Attorney General. Yeah. Yes, yes. Because it's they're trying to it's a civil suit basically right to try I mean but I just think you got to go at this uh, all of the above every which way um, this one I, I just real quick I mean of all these texts we're seeing um, Kyle Cheney tweets I don't think this one is fully sunk in yet a member of Congress suggested that the GOP controlled states anoint Trump electors quote before those states were even called this wasn't overturning the election this was scrapping democracy before the votes were even counted so. Yeah. I mean, if, you know, yeah, the Fox News host, it's hypocrisy. But these this, these people, this is treason. I mean, this is, I, I don't know what else you call it. 
Well, it's sedition. It's the 14th right, right. Amendment to the Constitution. And to tell you the truth, I mean, you're going to have to start playing hardball and we get the evidence. People need to be kicked out of Congress because the article of sedition says they cannot hold office. Yeah. Right. They yep. cannot hold office if they were involved in this. Listen, these people made a PowerPoint on how to overthrow the government, mm -hmm. a PowerPoint and yeah. send it to the White House. And it was distributed. You know, every other coup that I ever saw in the third world was, you know, Yahoo's grabbing guns and trying to take over the police station. They this is literally the Russian Gerasimov doctrine. Russia through the rush through the through Fox News controls one third of the mindset of the American public. They don't have to do anything. Yeah. We will overthrow our own government. And that's what's happening. Yeah. We are in very, very serious trouble here. And I mean that as I'm saying yeah. that as a professional, not just a patriot. Yeah. Uh, these people are going to try it again because the sentences being handed down aren't strong enough and we aren't ratcheting up enough people and kicking enough people out of, of, out of office to make them afraid. They're not afraid. This what is going to do. This is, is why going to triple down. What all you can do for America and for Christmas is to buy all of Malcolm's books, put them in a little, and, and give them to whoever you love, and say treasons greetings. <laughs> this is how we got here. This Wrap them in a going. ribbon. Yes. Yes. Make it festive. <laughs> a black ribbon. Yeah. <laughs> for yes. America. Yes. <laughs> it's, a, it's a goth collection. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. See you next year. Love you, Malcolm. Thanks, Malcolm. Right, thanks, Malcolm. Take care.